Hi friends, it's Pastor Drew Wilkerson from Bridgewater Church. Hey, thanks for stopping by this podcast. It's our prayer that as you listen, God will speak to your heart and you will feel inspired and you'll learn new things that will help you in your daily walk with God and just in life in general. So again, thanks for stopping by and thanks for listening. Good morning, Bridgewater Church. It's great to be together this morning and to connect. I just love our online family and what an awesome opportunity it is to gather together in this fourth week of our series simply called Forgiveness. But it's not that simple, is it? I mean, we have found out some incredible insights throughout Scripture about what it means to find freedom through forgiveness. And I was thinking about my old black minivan. I I just had this thought go screaming through my mind because we had this Dodge Caravan that we drove forever. Kay drove it when it was nice, and then when it got a lot of age, I inherited it, and it, it was faithful. We actually called it Black Beauty. I don't know about you, but we name our vehicles in our family. This one was called Black Beauty, but by the time she was getting older, after several years of miles put on that, that poor thing, The axle broke, the uh, van had leaks in it, it had been uh, hit in an accident, and when it rained, it would hold water, and it would just stink. I think what did it for me, though, was when I realized that the defroster wasn't working anymore, and I had to grab a map out of a back seat, to try to deflect the air from the vents to clear the windshield. Well, my kids finally looked at me and said, Dad, it's time for Black Beauty to ride the range. And it was hard. It was a struggle to get rid of that van. I was comfortable. I had gotten used to it, but it just was time to let go. Have you realized this? If we're going to move forward and become the people that God desires for us to be, there are things in our lives that we have to let go of to make room for the new things God has waiting for us. In fact, that's actually what happened to me. After I got rid of the the van, Case said, what kind of vehicle do you want? I now drive a 2007 Toyota Tundra. It's a four-door pickup with four-wheel drive, and I love it. But I had to let go of one to receive the other. And that's actually what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about what it means to let go of our hurt feelings, our pain, our suffering, And really answer a question that people have been considering for generations. How do I forgive and then forget? Boy, that's a hard one, isn't it? How do I forgive and then how do I forget 
Because sometimes it's actually easier to forgive someone that's hurt us or to give forgiveness, but then how do you forget that? Those things that have happened in, in your life that have really crushed your spirit. This is why for years I have turned to Philippians chapter 3, verses 12 through 14. In this passage of scripture, I think it's a personal and intimate insight into the life of the Apostle Paul. And he's showing us what it really means to be able to forgive, forgive others, forgive himself especially, and then find the freedom to move forward. Let me read that for us. Paul writes, not that I have already obtained all this, or have already arrived at my goal. But I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus." If we're going to learn to forgive and forget, there are two essential insights that Paul shares with us in this passage of Scripture. And here's the first. Forget the past and live in the present. You know, I know you're sitting there comfortable at home and maybe you've got your cup of coffee in your hand sitting in your favorite chair, but just let's track on this together. Say it with me. Forget the past and live in the present. There's something that Paul does beautifully here. He reminds his readers that he has not achieved his goal. Some versions of this passage actually say that Paul tells us he is not perfect. Wow, I can fit into that category, can't you? I know that I'm not perfect. There isn't one single person who was ever perfect but Jesus Christ. And here, Paul is admitting it for all to read, for all to recall. Paul was not a perfect man. But he did say that he was literally ready to forget what was in his past. The word forgetting means I no longer care for it. I no longer want to, to, to drag it with me into the present. I've got to have a dividing line that says, I'm not going to continue to harbor these feelings. Now you may be thinking, the Apostle Paul hasn't been through what you've been through. Well, that's true. But think about Paul. He had a lot of past to leave in the past. I think about this passage of Scripture in 1 Corinthians 15, 9 through 10, when the Apostle Paul gives us this description of himself. He says, For I am the least of the apostles, and do not even deserve to be called an apostle, because I persecuted the church of God. But by the grace of God, I am what I am, and his grace to me was not without effect. No, I worked harder than all of them, yet not I, but the grace of God that was with me. Paul had persecuted the church. 
If we were to turn over into the book of Acts, we would see Paul, before he was transformed, he was called Saul. And the dramatic uh, experience that he had with Christ on the Damascus Road was an incredible moment in his life. But don't forget, Paul, who was Saul, was on his way to Damascus to be able to find followers of Jesus called the way. He was going there to arrest, persecute, maybe even kill Christians who believed in Jesus as the Messiah. But then Jesus himself spoke to Saul, who would later say, I was one abnormally born. But what are we getting at? Think of this. Paul had a lot of his past to let go of, to forget. I know. I know it's difficult. People have hurt you. People have said difficult things to you. Maybe you grew up in a very dysfunctional family. Perhaps your marriage was not at all what you wanted it to be. And then let's reverse it. Perhaps you've inflicted pain and suffering on others and you can't just seem to let it go. Don't miss what Paul writes in this Philippian passage. He goes, forgetting what lies behind, I strain toward what is ahead. And then he says these three words, I press on. I press on. I'm choosing to move forward. And we know from Corinthians, the letter that he wrote to that church, we just read the passage where Paul said, I would not have been able to do any of this without the grace of God. Now folks, I'm really leaning into this. Our first insight is crucial. Are you ready to forget the past and live in the present? There's nothing in the past. There's no hope in the past because it's gone. It's over. But what matters is this. Are you and I able to take the memories? Now listen, the memories, good or bad, are we able to take those memories and learn from them and build on them? The only way that's going to happen is if we're willing to be agents, ambassadors of forgiveness. We have to be willing to say, I want to move on. That's why I like the story of Thomas Edison. You know Edison because he had over a thousand patents in his life. If you use a phone, if you listen to a record or something digital, the roots of all of these great uh, inventions, including the light bulb, it's all based back to the mind of Thomas Edison. But maybe you know this, or perhaps you've heard it, but I, I'm thrilled with the story, even though it's difficult, I'm thrilled with the story of Thomas Edison, who was known as the wizard of, uh, let me get this right, Menlo Park. He was known as the Wizard of Menlo Park because he had a giant factory operation and over 7,000 employees. But out of nowhere, December the 9th, 1914, about 5.30 in the evening, 
Some of the things in his factory began to combust, and several of the buildings went up in flames. In fact, I think this is really incredible. His son named Charles went to find his dad to make sure that uh, Thomas Edison was okay. And as soon as Charles came up to his dad, he said, Dad, are you all right? I was checking on you. And he said, Charles, where is your mother? He goes, Dad, I don't know where mom is. He said, go find her because we will never see a fire blaze like this again. And he looks at his dad. He's like, Dad, look at all that you're losing. He said, all we're doing is cleaning out some rubbish and trash. Later on, Thomas Edison, because of his commitment to his employees and to all that he believed was important, he rebuilt. Not one employee was laid off, and this man had to start over, are you ready for this? At 67 years of age. When someone asked him about the ruination of his life's work, Thomas Edison said this, there is great value in disaster. All our mistakes are burned up. Thank God we can start anew. Now folks, listen. This is the question everyone asks. How do I forgive and then forget? They go hand in hand. Once we begin to forgive others, we must forget the past and choose to live in the present. That's why I enjoy reading this verse from the message. The message translates it this way. Paul writes, I'm not saying that I have it all together, that I have it made, but I am well on my way, reaching out for Christ, who has so wondrously reached out for me. Friends, don't get me wrong. By no means do I count myself an expert in all of this, but I've got my eye on the goal where God is beckoning us onward to Jesus. I'm off and running. Now listen, church, and I'm not turning back. Please stop turning back. Please stop looking at the things that want to drag you in your pa- into your past. Don't be like Lot's wife and turn around and look at a burning uh, city and then becoming a pillar of salt. Listen, we have a choice, and I know it's hard. If you have been hurt and ravaged by the pain of other relationships that you've been in, a husband, a wife, children, co-workers, friends, maybe even childhood friends that you haven't been able to outlive the things that they've said about you or to you, listen, you and I have to choose to forgive. We've got to forgive, but in the forgiving, there is a choice to live in the present not in the past. And and you may have to go back to this time and time and time again to say, I've forgotten that. I'm letting that go. Love keeps no record of wrongs. I am choosing today to live in the present. But that leads us to this next insight. Still the same verses, but I think this is where we get some traction. Forgive the past, and begin living tomorrow today. Forgive the past and begin living tomorrow today. Now, what stands out in this passage of Scripture is this idea we've talked about when we said that Paul 
instructs us that we have to forget. Remember, we said, I no longer care for, but there is another meaning that's deeper in the Greek language. To forget actually means to give over to oblivion. We're so focused on the joy of moving forward that those negative thoughts can't hold us any longer. Are you tracking? Are you coming along? Often when we think about the memories in our past, we think about the negatives, the would-ofs, the should-ofs, the could-ofs. I, I, I have a life of regrets, we think. Is that really true? If you've made it this far, can you see the blessings that God has for you now? Because of the story that you have to tell, not from a negative perspective, but like Paul saying, by God's grace, I am able to move forward. It comes down to this. To forget, we must be willing to forgive. And it's not just once. But sometimes we have to continually forgive people over and over and over again in our hearts and in our minds. We just have to say, I've forgiven them. I'm ready to move on. Every person has been hurt by someone or something. I think the older we get, it can even be more difficult to let go of things. We're not crazy about change. But the things that we hold on to often are the things that are weighing us down when they're the negatives. You remember Black Beauty? Can we circle back a minute? We took lots of great trips in that minivan. But there's one thing I don't miss. When the kids were smaller, we packed everything we could, plus three kids and two adults, and sometimes the dog, into this minivan. And one day I can remember as the kids got older and they wanted to take more things with them on vacation, Kay said to me, what are we going to do? And I went out and found a car top carrier. Oh, that makes sense. Instead of paring down and, and getting bags smaller, we got a car top carrier. It took me just as long to, to unload as it did to pack. And I don't really miss that. I, I miss the family trips, and I love the memories. But I don't miss all the packing and the unpacking. Well, isn't that our lives? Let me ask you, what memories have you packed up and you keep dragging with you into the future? See, whatever you're focused on right now today, you're probably fueling your thoughts for the future. In fact, you are. I am too. What am I focused on? If I'm only focused on the things that have gone wrong in my life and the people that have hurt me and I really can't forgive, that's the fuel for this vehicle I'm driving into the future. That's not what Paul says. Paul says, forgive the past. Let it go. Jettison. Drop the bags. In fact, when, when Kay and I have traveled overseas, we've realized that less is more. Less baggage, just a backpack. 
a few things. Why? Because we want to enjoy the trip. We don't want to be concerned about the baggage. What about you? Are you ready to forgive the past and begin living tomorrow today? It takes courage. It takes courage because oftentimes it's our pain from the struggles that reminds us of the past. And that's what we live for, but that's not what God says. Forgive the past and begin living tomorrow today. And I want to give you three insights that are going to help you. These are just practical applications. In fact, they're at home. Just grab a piece of paper and a pen, write them down, chat with our pastor online. She will be more, Pastor Liz will be more than happy to help you find these points, but they're crucial. Number one, ask God to forgive you. Acts 13, 38 through the beginning of verse 39. Therefore, my friends, I want you to know that through Jesus, the forgiveness of sins is proclaimed to you. Through him, everyone who believes is set free from sin. First and foremost, start with you. I need to start with me. Ask God to forgive you and prepare to move forward. Stop blaming everybody and everything else first. Start with you. Here's the second. Ask God to empower you to forgive others. Mark 11, 4, Jesus said, And when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive them, so that your Father in heaven may forgive you your sins. Too many times, we just walk away from difficult situations because we don't want our own accountability or to be in a discussion with someone that we love and care about. Instead, we just walk away. But what we're actually doing is what Paul said not to do. We're nursing those feelings, those negative uh, insights, the, the negative events that have happened. We need to ask God to empower us to forgive others. And as I've already said, it may not just be once, it may be twice, it may be seven times, or as Jesus said to Peter, 70 times seven. 77 times to infinity and beyond. Here's the third insight. Ask God to empower you to forgive yourself. Jesus would have never instructed us in the Lord's Prayer to forgive others if he wasn't also thinking about us, ourselves. And he said, and forgive us our debts as we have also forgiven our debtors. If we're willing to forgive other people, let's forgive ourselves. Let's decide not to be uh, connected to things that we think God could never forgive us for. We just read the passage in Acts that said that Jesus can forgive us for any of our sins, if we'll ask, with a sincere heart. We need to ask God to empower us to forgive ourselves. And that makes a lot of room for us to be willing to live in the present with an eye on the future. My youngest daughter, Mary, once gave me a birthday card that said, Dad, I hope this year is one of taking chances and trying new things. Yay to adventures. I love you, Mary. One day it hit me. What if we just turned that beautiful uh, greeting and encouragement 
around and we said it was from God. In fact, let's try this. It's on the screen there in front of you. You put your name in. Dear Drew, I hope this year is one of taking chances and trying new things. Yay to adventures. I love you, God. Do you know one of the greatest adventures you can take is to forgive, forget, and move on. Forgive, forget, and press on. Forgive and forget. How do we do it? Well, it's not easy, but it's attainable. It's possible to forgive and forget to the point that the thoughts that seem to distract us so often, they ultimately become just an echo of something that doesn't matter. It's time to forgive, and it's time to forget. I'm going to pray with you this morning, and I want to pray two prayers. I'm going to combine them, but one of them is forgiveness for others, and the other is forgiveness for ourselves. Let's begin by forgiving ourselves, and then out of that overflow of God's grace, let's forgive others. And if someone comes to your mind, Let's begin right now, forgiving and forgetting. Let's pray. Father, thank you for this incredible message. Paul is so right. It's time to stop nursing the things in our lives that have hurt us so much. We can't do anything about them. Instead, what we must choose to do is begin with forgiveness for ourselves. Father, help us to forgive us. Help me to forgive me. Empower me, Jesus, to realize that as you forgive me, I can have the grace to forgive myself. And then God, out of the overflow of this incredible grace and love that you've given to us, that Jesus, you've forgiven us with, help us to forgive others. Help us to stop living in the past and live in the present with an eye on the future. Help us to begin to live tomorrow, today. And God, help us to truly put our faith and our trust in you. This is not an easy message. It's baby steps. But help us to begin by taking one step forward. And may it start today. We love you. We give you all the praise. Help us to forgive and forget. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. I love you so much. You're amazing. Walk in God's grace. Continue to forgive and enjoy the freedom that God is ready to give you. Until we see each other again, take heart and be transformed. I love you. Hey, friends, thanks for listening. And if you want to be a part of our e-family, then all you have to do to join us is click the link below and you can check us out on our YouTube page. You can also join us on social media. And if you'd like to support the ministry, then just click the link to give. We're so grateful for all of our partners and together we can do more than we can alone. 
So again, thanks to all of you for listening to this podcast. And also thank you for helping us reach people around the world for Jesus Christ.